Kenson was born and raised in a small town in Nampa, Idaho. Yes, that's right, the state famous for its potatoes. He was a simple guy who grew up in a nondescript, modest household. After graduating from college, he took a year off because like most young people, he wanted to travel and see the world. At least that's what he told himself and probably his friends and family at the time. The truth? He had a long-term girlfriend who broke his heart. At first, he was devastated, but then he got furious. He didn't want to be in the same country as her, so in the summer of 2007, he packed his bags and went on a trip to Kenya. And his life, it was never the same. This is the story of Kenton Lee, son of a plumber, father of two, and the heart and soul behind the shoe that grows. Nobody could convince me it was not a good idea because, because I saw it. There is power in small things. Small things really do make a big difference. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, the show about humans you should know. And their stories of spreading positivity and doing good in the modern age. Soon after arriving in Kenya, Kenton started working in a small orphanage right outside Nairobi. There was this one day, a few weeks in, when he was walking with all the kids. There was a little girl in a white dress who started walking alongside him. Kenton looked down and was shocked to see that her shoes were cut open in the front and her toes were sticking out. This really stuck out to me and for some reason it it just kind of it just kind of bothered me and and I looked around and I saw so many of the kids that had either no shoes or or shoes that were way too small. He hadn't noticed it before. He was so bothered by it. Later that day, Kenton talked to the director of the orphanage and asked why these children were wearing shoes that didn't fit. The director told him that more than a year ago, the orphanage had received a donation of clothes, shoes, and other things. But those boxes never came again. And so these kids grew, as did their feet, of course. And so uh, they, they were a very poor orphanage. He said they, they can't afford to buy new shoes every time the kids' feet grow. And that they're, they're kids, you know, like their feet are growing all the time. So they just have to do the best with what they have. After six months of working at the orphanage, Kenton decided to go back to America. But that one day when he noticed the little girl in the white dress, that little girl who wore shoes that were way too small for her feet, he hasn't stopped thinking about that day ever since. Wouldn't it be great if there was a pair of shoes that could adjust and expand their size? Wouldn't it be great if there, were, if there was a pair of shoes that could grow? The moment he got back, he grabbed a few friends and tried to build a prototype of the shoe on their own. They wanted to create a pair that could adjust five sizes in the front, the back, and the middle, and can last for years. One that could protect these kids from diseases they can get in these areas while walking with bare feet. But because they had no background or experience whatsoever in shoemaking, it was no surprise that they created the worst ever prototype of a shoe and an awfully amateur video to explain what it was. Um, I, I have the proof in my office of what a terrible prototype I, I made in my garage. 
Kenton contacted every large shoe company you could think of and pitched the idea of the shoe that grows. They were basically giving the idea away. They just wanted someone to do it. Everybody said no. Uh, people said it wasn't a good idea and, you know, never, never going to work. So they went back to the drawing board. In Kenton's mind, though, he was convinced it was a good idea. Because I had seen it, like, firsthand. Like, I had been there, there at the orphanage. I had seen what a shoe like this could really mean for these kids. Then, after all the rejection... We finally found a, a small shoe design company in, uh, in Portland, Oregon. That We told them our idea, and they loved it. And so they took us through about a year-long design process. Um, and they came out on the other end with a great prototype. Uh, we, we, my wife and I actually took 100 pairs of our prototype back to Kenya, put them in four different schools, had kids try them out for about a year, got some great feedback from the kids. So from that one hideous prototype of the shoe that grows, that one pair turned into 3,000. And today, over 105,000 pairs of shoes have been distributed in 91 countries. They've partnered with churches, missionaries, and other incredible organizations who wanted to give something to the children they encounter during their trips abroad. On Facebook, I don't know, several years ago, a few years ago, uh, there was a video that had got circulated or like a little ad for the shoe that grows. Uh, one of our board members' wives uh, saw it, and uh, actually I just made a little comment on Facebook and said, hey, I think this would really work here in the Dominican Republic. That's Brian Berman, by the way, founder of Project Manana, a nonprofit whose mission it is to share the gospel and break the cycle of poverty in the most impoverished areas in the Dominican Republic. The average income in the communities where Brian works through his nonprofit is anywhere from $50 to $150 per month. Oh, and that's not for one person. That income is supposed to feed bathe, and clothe a family of six to eight people. So, as you can imagine, there's no way these families can afford to pay for new shoes every time the children outgrow them. You can see them pointing at the shoes and smiling and whispering in their friends' ears. Uh, so I think there's a wonderful anticipation as they're, you know, waiting to get their very own pair of the shoe that grows. Everyone in Brian's team including all the youth volunteers, get down on their hands and knees, clean the kids' feet, and put these shoes on every single one of them. They walk out feeling like a million bucks when they have that pair of shoes on. So that idea that Kenton was so stubborn about, the one that was rejected more times than he could keep track of, it's now bringing joy, relief, and a smile to a kid's face and their parents. Throughout all the challenges and milestones Kenton experienced in the past years until he was able to bring this shoe to thousands of children who needed it, he holds on to one message he's determined to share with everyone who wants to embark on a similar journey. The power of small things. You know, the work that we're doing, it's, it's getting shoes to kids who are challenged by extreme poverty and, and shoes shoes make a big difference for them, even though it's a small thing, like it's just a pair of shoes. And, and we recognize we're not, you know, fixing all their problems. We're not really changing the world uh, completely for these kids, but, but it's still important, you know, for them to have a pair of shoes that they can depend on 
that can protect their feet, keeping them healthy, making sure they're they're getting the most out of their education, and and just being being confident and and, and having that self confidence of having their own pair of shoes. It's the small things that make a big difference. Kenton also believes that there's no opportunity too small for whatever it is you're working on. One time, he got invited to speak to a group of about 10 senior citizens at a local church. He really didn't think anything would come of it. He found himself in front of 80-year-olds who were not social entrepreneurs whatsoever. During that time, Kenton met one of their pastors, who happened to have a daughter who worked at a local radio station in Portland, Oregon. And so she thought it'd be a fun story, and so I went to Portland and. And my shoe guys and I did a just a little five-minute news segment in in Portland, just little local news, and uh, it aired um, in the spring of 2015. And then we had a good kind of traction online from that. We had a few people call and email us about you know helping support us. But in the midst of all that, a Facebook post of the news story found itself in the inbox of a reporter at BuzzFeed. Kenton will never forget that one Friday. In April 2015, when the story about the shoe that grows sparked a ton of interest online. In the age we live in now, sharing that one video that strikes a chord with you, that post telling the story of a compassionate person who just wants to make an impact, that is a small thing that eventually makes a huge difference. You don't have to be the Bill and Melinda Gates, you know, foundation or or whatever. Like you don't have to be a celebrity. Uh, you don't have to be Bono, you know. Like you can just be a, a simple guy from Idaho, you know, a son of a plumber, and you can still make a difference. Kenton adds, "Just get started, and never give up." Because he didn't, his nonprofit, Because International, is not just getting the shoe that grows to these kids, but is now producing the shoes in the areas that need them the most. Because International now provides livelihood in Ethiopia and soon in Haiti and India. We don't want to just stop with the shoe.、Um, we want to keep finding ways to、uh, leverage innovation、um, to、uh, to help make things better. And and so for us, our next big、um, step is to try to.、Uh, and we're kind of working on this right now. But in the next three to five years, we would love to have a program where anybody anywhere in the world. Could share their idea for a product with us,、uh, be able to share their idea for for a product with us, and then we can come alongside them to coach them and and、uh, get them the education, training, mentoring that they need,、uh, and then the funding as well to try to take their idea from from idea to reality. So if you're that person who's passionate about helping others and has an awesome idea for it. Connect with Kenton and the rest of his team through their website, theshoethatgrows.org. You can also support their mission by taking their shoes with you on your next trip. You can hand them out to the kids who desperately need them and see, with your own eyes, the smile on the faces of these children who've never really had shoes that fit. If you're not really traveling to these impoverished areas, you can just donate through their website. With fifteen dollars, you'll be able to get a kid a very own pair of the shoe that grows. The shoe itself will last for years, but the impact you'll make—that one's sure to last a lifetime. Thanks for keeping us company on our third episode. Please don't forget to rate and review our podcast. It helps us a ton when you do. If you want to say hi or engage with other people who listen to the show, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter. 
and our Facebook page, Sincerely Human. That's Sincerely, H-U-E-M-A-N. Oh, and if you haven't already, we think you should check out our first two episodes. Their stories are all different from each other, but at some point while listening to them, we hope that these phenomenal human beings just might inspire you to get out and do some good. Our next episode comes out in a few weeks, so stay tuned and catch you then. Thanks for listening, and be good to one another.